Hey, hey, this is Tracy Austin with Mental Fitness Matters. This show is designed to provide people with tips, strategies, and solutions to improve your mental fitness. This is Mental Fitness Matters. Hey, hey, Happy New Year, everybody. You are listening to Mental Fitness Matters. I am your host, Tracy Austin, and this is WSIC Radio. Happy 2021. I am so excited this morning to be kicking off the show with a best friend of mine for 20 years, Letitia Pearson, also goes by the name of Tish. She is an intuitive chef. She's an advocate in the mental health field for with over 15 years of experience. And she is the founder and CEO of Tish's Dishes. And we have an awesome show in, in store for you guys today. Can't wait to introduce you guys to her. But before I do that, I want to welcome all of my first time listeners to the show because Tish is from Birmingham, Alabama. So I know all of Birmingham is up this morning tuning in to this show. Make sure you guys go over to TracyAustin.com and download the Mental Fitness Matters podcast and subscribe so you can catch up on all the shows. You can see us there and that you never miss the show. And to all my frequent listeners and people that keep continue to come back, thank you so much for your support. This show is designed to provide you guys with tips, strategies, and solutions to improve your mental health and mental fitness. And we cannot wait to get started. Y'all, it's 2021. We are seven days into the new year, and with so many of us, we're walking into expectations that this year would be better than the last year, right? But there is one thing that we know for sure. The only thing that has changed are the numbers on the clock and the days on the calendar. It is up to us to create the life that we want and to create the happiness that we deserve. So many people have experienced changes and transitions throughout this year, and change can be scary, Right. It can be revealing. It can be exciting. It can be rewarding. It can be so many things. And my guest for today has created and is walking into one of the biggest changes of her life, walking away from a career and into her passion. And I, alongside with anybody who knows her, we are so excited and proud of who she is and what she's continued to do for so many people that she serves. We're excited about this moment for her. And today we're going to talk about walking away from things that no longer serve you. And we're going to provide you guys with some tips for recognizing and navigating that change. Tish, welcome to the show, lady. Thank you so much for joining me for 2021 to kick off this show. Um, go ahead and let the people know a little bit about you, a cliff note version of you walking away from your career, but into your passion. Let the people know about your brilliance. Well, thank <laughs> you for that. Um Introduction. Tracy's trying to make me cry here early in the morning. I won't do it. Um, so my name is Letitia Pearson. Most people call me Tish. My family calls me Tisha. Um, I grew up in Birmingham, Alabama. I am the third child of six children. Grew up in a loving family. Uh, graduated from Wake Forest University. Go Deeks. Go Deeks! Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and I have known all my life from like an early age that I was a nurturer and um, I enjoyed being around, taking care of and caring for people. Yeah. So um, transitioning into mental health after college, I worked in the mental health field for about 15 years. So I started out doing direct care work um, and 
worked my way up to leadership. I ended as an adult services director. My specialty was team development, uh, staff development, as well as creating, building programs for the agencies that I worked for. That's awesome. Yes. So when you were... <clears throat> And so just to piggyback, because we did go to school together at Wake Forest University. And for as long as all of us know, every time we were in college and school, everywhere we were, Tish always had snacks, always preparing the meals yeah. for us. You just you've been doing your thing around cooking. That's just who you've yeah. been. And we're so thankful for that because you're not just cooking. It's really, really good. It's okay. really, really good. So when did you recognize that things were no longer serving you? What did that look like? Because your natural gift and ability as a provider, a nurturer, and to prepare meals, when did you recognize for you that there was something that was no longer serving you in your career? So speaking on the snacks, yes, I'm the <laughs> snack lady. I showed up to the studio today with red velvet cupcakes. You did? You this did? This is... This is what's going to make me a million, and I'm going to take everybody that's listening on vacation with me. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Y'all going to hold me to that? hold you to it. <laughs> um, this is being recorded. <laughs> oh, they have proof. No. Uh, so when did I know? I think the biggest indi- indication that there needed to be a transition and a shift for me is when you show up to spaces And it is challenging for you to be who you are at your core. Mm. Right. So if I'm a kind person, I'm a thoughtful person. And I'm not just saying that like people can confirm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's who I am. That's part of, you know, me at my core. And it in situations, I'm also very loyal. So it takes me a while to acknowledge that I need to move or release something or release a person or um, whatever that is. And I think my biggest takeaway as I've matured is that you can walk away from situations and transition and leave something that is no longer working for you or you're no longer a fit for, they're no longer a fit for you and it not be fire and brimstone. Like you can walk away from situations peacefully because the title of this show is walking away from things that no longer serve you. So that implies that it served you at one point. Right. So there's no need to step away from a situation and be like, it was the entire time I was in it or dealt with it or knew them. It was the worst. (laughs) (laughs) That makes no sense because you wouldn't have been there as long as you were if you weren't getting something from the situation, relationship, or even habit um, prior to it getting to a point where you're like, mm, this isn't my thing anymore. And I think you're bringing up a good point because as you're describing that and saying that, that's a piece of what we want to share in terms of practical ways to begin to recognize these things for yourself, having a healthy reflection because... Everything is a relationship. You know, Mm -hmm. we're talking about right now specifically a career, but you're right. Habits is a relationship. You might have a habit of waking up in the morning and and checking Mm -hmm. the news or social media. You may have a habit of thought that says I'm not good enough or I need to be married by 23. We have relationships with all of these things. So having a reflection about how did that serve you at one point? You know, because mm-hmm. not only not wanting to know how did you recognize that things were no longer serving you? And I heard you mention it just didn't feel like you were able to show up to be authentically you. Mm-hmm. So as you're listening right now, making sure that people are being mindful, what are you feeling? You know, mm-hmm. paying attention that if you are walking into spaces and we feel like there's a part of us that's not with us. 
Mm-hmm. Are we bored? Are you no longer being challenged? Mm-hmm. Right. Because we also have skill sets and gifts that we bring to the table. Do you feel like you're no longer being utilized in the way that you feel like you can provide for that team or that mm-hmm. situation? Um, so healthy reflection about where you are, what you're noticing, but what you learned. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Right. Um, so how did you know when did you was it something for you that you said 15 years in that field? Um, was it a point in time that you were just like now is now or did were there times or moments where you said, no, nah, I'm just going to stay a little bit longer? Were you influenced by family, friends? How did you know when? So I would say you you initially asked like the healthy reflection. So the reflection for me and a positive and a takeaway is that um, the career introduced me. I have multiple passions. So it introduced me to my passion of working with the under, like I'm an advocate at heart. I said I was kind and thoughtful, but I'm for sure an advocate. So I, it introduced me to my passion working with the underserved, the overlooked, the disenfranchised, um, and people with mental health issues, uh, So that's the takeaway from it. Like it introduced me to that. The things that came up for me that let it be clear that it was no longer a fit for me was health stuff like uh, increased blood pressure. Your edges ain't as (laughs) as, your edges ain't as thick as they used to be. (laughs) That's an indication. Your your sleep pattern is off. Like those things all impact. (laughs) Sorry. But that's real. Like all of the black people that's listening understand what I mean about the edges. Keep it real. So (laughs) so it, it shows up physically. Yeah. Another thing for me is with being an advocate as a child, my mom popped me in the mouth all the time. Y'all can call DCS on her if y'all like to. But because <laughs> she raised us to speak up, yeah. right? Yeah. But you're not supposed to speak up to your mom and your daddy, right? But anyway, but um, I'm an advocate and I want to. I'm going to communicate how I feel, what I think. If I see things that don't look right, I'm saying that. So in in situations where you feel like you're being muffled, that's part of it. Um, When I I speak to my core, that's my core. Like, that's part of who I am. So in those situations, um, I think all of that kind of comes to a head. And I'm going to be honest, when I submitted my notice, it I didn't plan to submit my notice I was just as shocked as they were when I submitted it like we were all shocked on the on a zoom call so (laughs) stress my mom out she's like who quits the job during a pandemic I'm like but God got me so um and I also want to do this disclaimer because I know on the show you let people know this isn't counseling I also want to say, I'm not telling y'all to go out and quit your job. So don't hit me up and ask me for any money. (laughs) You can hit me up and ask me for encouraging advice. But I think just knowing you have to do your own self-checks. Yes. Right? So me knowing my chest is tight or blood pressure is raised, like those things aren't just coming from anywhere. I think I also had a cough for like... Quite a few months. That's pretty random, but <laughs> I did. And 
I but don't I, have a cough. I love I love <laughs> everything that you're mentioning because I think so many times we we ask ourselves these questions in these situations, whether it's a relationship, a career, a job, or a thought or a habit. You're like, okay, is is something changing? Is something off? And you listed several physical manifestations mm-hmm. that something was going on. So, guys, remember on this Middle Fitness Matter show, we always talking about paying attention to how you feel, what you're thinking, and how are those thoughts and feelings making you feel. So indicators. Your stress level, your sleep changes, your your mood or, or your relationships and patterns around you changing. Do not overlook what your natural rhythms are telling you. Body, your brain gives you signals all the time. Do not ignore that. I love how you're explaining for yourself. You're recognizing increasing some of those things, which further lets you know, kind of pushed you out. It pushed mm-hmm. you out to a place that you could no longer silence who you are right. to your core. You know, so we're getting signals all the time. What was one of the biggest fears of walking away? So as we're talking about recognizing the signs, um, there are also a lot of emotions that come up when we're having to make a transition or change from a situation. Um, How do we combat the emotions that come along with walking away, whether it's emptiness, fear, sadness, excitement, guilt? Well, I think the reality is, is that you're going to feel all of those things. So feel them. Right. Yes. Um. And I have. I felt all of those things. And again, quit a job during a pandemic. My mom's like, yeah, I support you. But you can kind of see she worried. And my dad is a little more of the opposite. Like he's a creative. So my dad's like, no, I'm not worried about you. you you're not a failure. You've never failed at anything. Right. Um, and that's not saying that my mom isn't supportive, but my mom is, you know, the mother has to keep all of the kids alive. So she's done her, <laughs> she's done her job <laughs> over the years. Um, so I think those fit all of those feelings, just feel them when they come up. Don't sit in them forever. And if you're honestly saying you made a faith move, walk it out. Like it's faith it's a fear. faith move, like faith over fear. That was my AAU coach's um, quote as yeah. he was battling cancer. It was faith over fear. And that is so relevant for me in this moment. Yeah. And I think the most overwhelming feeling that I've had is I've been overwhelmed by people's kindness, Mm. like my friends, my family, and even people who aren't like necessarily in your tribe. Like I've had a friend sell me rent money. I've had somebody send me a random $25, $50. And it's not just about the money, but it's also about people speaking life into me, like people affirming me and, 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 saying, oh, you got this and validating those feelings of fear. Like, yeah, this is scary. Like stepping out on your own isn't going to necessarily be easy peasy. But if God told you to do it and you're doing it, he's going to honor that. I love that. So and I love how you said just feel the emotions as mm-hmm. they come, because I think that's such a good point. A lot of times we try to suppress or ignore or just try not to really go there. But it's so necessary to connect with that. And we actually had a question posed to the show um, around this same question. It's just an anonymous question here. How do you deal with the guilt that comes with ending a relationship when hoping is now identified as hopeless and the next steps need to happen? And so I would love to have us kind of just 
talk through that because that is a loaded question bigger than what we all have time to answer on the show but we're starting to hit it already I think any any relationship whether it's a physical relationship a relationship with a career a thought or a habit guys a relationship is in all of that and you also have a relationship with yourself and a lot of times that's the one that we tend to neglect right so healthy reflection is where you need to start with any of it whether it's a job career a thought or a habit having a healthy reflection and assess and identify your values, who you are at your core. As Tish just described, you recognize there were pieces of you that weren't being serviced, weren't mm-hmm. being no longer tended to. Um, so beginning to identify your values and your needs. And is your current life or situation matching up with that? So starting there, do a healthy reflection. And with this question, it sounds like this individual has already gotten to a point where they're like, OK, the hopeless now needs to happen. So something has to end. So if you've gone there connecting with that emotion, you're going to have to, number one, identify, is that even the right emotion to feel? Is it the appropriate guilt? Right. Are you feeling guilt? Um, a lot of times if you're feeling guilt, that means that you could have done something or felt like something you've done was wrong. Right. Or, you know, not being honest or distrustful in relationships. But if that's not the case, Maybe that's not even the appropriate emotion at that time. Maybe it's more sadness or hurt, Mm -hmm. you know, and so or is it inappropriate guilt? You know, did your partner make you feel guilty, manipulating your emotions, uh, making you feel like you need to stay so that you can still be a part of their lives? So first, you need to assess where you are, connect with the emotion, making sure that emotion is even the place where you need to start. Then allow yourself to feel that. Then create a game plan. And I love how you just mentioned you had the support of your family. You have supported your friends. You have people encouraging you along the way. Mm -hmm. And we cannot dismiss how important that is when somebody's making a life changing decision, whether planned or unplanned. The support of your community and people around you are huge. Well, and I think we have to be intentional about who we have around us. Right. Yes. So I I think at different phases of our life and different transitions, people, places, things and habits can be seasonal. Right. So the the place that I'm transitioning to is. I have to have unbelievable faith in my skills, my abilities and how God is going to show up for me. Mm -hmm. And if, you know, all listeners aren't God, maybe the universe, but whatever. For me, it's God. So I have to have unbelievable faith in that. I think the other thing for the question is, I think we've been conditioned to believe that we only grieve death, but the the transition of a 15-year career, there's some grief in that, Yes, right? Yes. There's some grief in that, even though um, I'll be doing my cooking thing, but I also have plans to still be involved and play to my skill set of all of the things that I've learned over the last 15 years. And I'll be doing more with that in a few months. But uh, for that question, I think grieving, whatever that transition is and that loss. And I think in situations, I think we've lost the skill of apology, right? Yeah. So if a relationship is broken, um, because of some mistreatment or abuse, that's one thing. But a rela- if a relationship is broken because people grew apart or there was an offense, 
clear up that offense, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I think that may that can make walking away or transitioning better as well. Like you okay. can apologize for something and move forward. That's all part of growing up and being older. I swear I didn't sound I wasn't doing this. I'm petty. I'm petty LaBelle. I didn't sound like this a few years ago. Right. But but yeah. I think what you're saying, and I love that, because we all need to be able to allow ourselves to grieve mm-hmm. and allow ourselves to grow. Mm-hmm. And that is where things get stagnant, right? Whether you're in a relationship or something's happening, it's like, you've changed. Something's different. That's great. Mm-hmm. We need to allow ourselves permission to grow because we're not even like we were Two minutes ago. Right. There has been change. Right. If you're allowing yourself to be present in the moment, you should be expecting change to happen. Right. You should expect that you're showing up in a different way. So allowing mm. yourself to connect with those emotions and grieve, whatever that looks like, but also allowing yourself permission to grow from it, to learn from it. And that's where the healthy reflection comes in. Right. Um, so as we're thinking, what's next for Tish's dishes? Right. So what's next for Tish? Um, as you are going through this change process right now and things are moving mm. forward, I want to make sure that people understand as you're looking for alternatives, especially out there, if you're looking or in this situation now, you may be embarking on a new change or looking for something new. Um, how do you navigate going into where you're going and what's next for you? So how do you navigate? I'm just figuring it out as I go. <laughs> That's it, right? If I'm being honest. So I think what I've learned with this step away is that most people are kind of faking it till they make it. So (laughs) most people are faking it till they make it. And then I think there's so many resources out there. So a lot of times there really truly isn't a need to recreate the wheel. So just doing your research, finding um, resources, a mentor for whatever that is that you want to do. I found my mentor by January 4th. I put it on my vision board that yeah. I needed one and wanted one. And by January 4th, I had a mentor for um, the cooking thing. So the power of your thinking, the power of being <laughs> intentional. So it's not only about healthy reflection. It's mm-hmm. about having positive intentions and focus. And I think what you just said, one foot in front of the other, nobody knows what happens. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite quotes is by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. You don't have to see the whole for, for staircase, just take the first step. And a lot of times we can't, we stay stuck in our place because fear can easily hold us back. Mm-hmm. But we don't know what we don't know. But if you're not doing anything, we know one thing's for sure, nothing's going to happen. Right. Right. So you don't have to know all the answers. And I'm so mm-hmm. proud of you for where you are and stepping out on your faith and your passion and your purpose. And all of us that know you, Tish, we're just we're just sitting back like, yes, 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 yes. This is a long time coming. This is not something that just happened on the day that you submitted your resignation. This is something that's been happening long time ago. You've been putting these irons in the fire for so long and they're coming to life. It's exciting. So making sure that as you're talking about the next steps, stay in present, guys. Mm -hmm. Stay present. Stay intentional positive thoughts and if you have things or people or situations around you that are holding you back don't be afraid to walk away from that and let it go Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to walk away from it and let it go if it's suffocating who you are so the very first thing before you take action is you have to connect with yourself who are you what what gets you fired up what makes you happy Mm -hmm. and it may not be what your mom or dad says you need to be doing Mm -hmm. it may not be what your cousin down the street thought you should have been doing it may not be what your old skill set looks like that's okay. Give yourself permission to go deep, become present, and take a chance and bet on yourself. It's 2021. We've seen a lot of things happen. Oh, gosh. Right? We've seen yeah. a lot of things happen. <laughs> we have about three minutes left, Tish. 
um, go ahead and let people know how they can get in contact with you, your social media. You do a couple things each week. You have new meals kind of coming out each yeah. week. Share with the people what you do. So t- you can find me at tishesdishes.com. That's T-I-S-H-S-D-I-S-H-E-S.com. Um and all of my social media is linked to there. You can find me on YouTube. Tish's Dishes is that page. Subscribe. And we, yes, go subscribe because starting today and every Thursday following, I will be doing Tish's Tips, which is like helpful hints for um, the kitchen, kitchen hacks, household hacks. And today I'm going to teach you how to Boil an egg and be able to get that shell off without damaging your egg so you can make those beautiful deviled <laughs> eggs, right? You're going to get that shell off easily. You ain't going to pick it and lose all your egg. So you can find me. <laughs> so you can find me YouTube, TishesDishes.com. Um, I sell platters. I do private chefing and catering. I was an athlete, so... I know those menus that athletes need in order to perform, but I'm also from Birmingham, so I can make you some smoked mac and cheese (laughs) and some fried chicken. Okay. (laughs) That's where you can find And I make the best red velvet cupcakes in the world. Y'all going to believe me as soon as I figure out how to get my packaging together to ship it. So um, you can do all of that. You can order on TishesDishes.com. (laughs) <laughs> Tish, you are simply amazing. And the Thank sky you, is the limit for you and all that you touch. Um, Tishesdishes.com. Make sure you guys go there, download and subscribe. I want my Mental Fitness Matters community to go out and make and create 2021, the year that you want it to be. Don't let anything or anyone stop your shine. Tish, you want to say anything before we head out? No, just stepping away from... Even habits. I don't think we really touched mostly on habits, but like procrastination, things of that nature. And thank you for listening. Step away and walk into shine bright like the stars that you are. I can't wait to see you guys next week. Have a good week. <laughs> thank you for joining us today on Mental Fitness Matters. Tune in every Thursday at 830 a.m. to 9 a.m. for more tips, tools, strategies and solutions that will help you reach your peak mental fitness. My name is Tracy Austin and you've been listening to Mental Fitness Matters. 